Stonecrest Weekly. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there. Stonecrest Weekly. So today we are proud and excited and honored to bring to you guys, introducing to some, but presenting to most, our city manager, Janice Allen Jackson. Yes. And I'm going to read her quick bio for you guys. So Janice Allen Jackson is the city manager for Stonecrest and chief operating officer of city government. She is responsible for the daily operations and overseeing all city departments. Mrs. Jackson has served as city manager of Albany, Georgia, and administrator of the Consolidated Augusta government. She also worked as one of the four general managers reporting to the county manager in Mecklenburg County, New North Carolina, excuse me, and assistant city manager in Albany. She began her career in local government as a management intern in Prince George's County. That's pretty awesome, right? Throughout her career, she has always enjoyed bringing major projects to fruition, building public trust in government, and empowering staff to become their best and, mo and most productive selves. Her unique talents resolve around her willingness to address issues head-on with honesty, sincerity, and integrity, and in so doing, bring people closer to the organizations that serve them and employees closer to the organizations for which they work. We also have a list of some of her civic contributions, but we want you to take the time and go to www.stonecrestga.gov to read the bio that I kind of botched with getting tongue-tied yourself and look at some of Mrs. Jackson's contributions. Yeah. She is definitely, in my opinion, well-documented and deserving of this role, and we're here to learn more about how she yes. contributes to our great city, Stonecrest, Georgia. So welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you for being here, Mrs. Yes. Jackson. Thank you for having me. This has been something I've wanted to do for a while also. So I'm glad that we were able to connect. Awesome. Look, we're, we're mutual friends now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so with that, let's just go ahead and kick it off from the very top. And we want to ask you, you know, a lot of folks don't understand what you do. And we know that there's access for them to learn more about the role of city manager on the website. But if you can give us a brief synopsis of what are the responsibilities of a city manager? Um, I think being a city manager is a great calling. I, in fact, refer to it as my ministry um, because there are just so many things that we as city managers are responsible for. Uh, if you look at the charter, which is really boring to sit there and read a charter, um, but if you look through that, it tells you uh, a few things that are key to remember. And first is, it's the city manager's job to present a recommended budget to the mayor and council. If you think about it, the mayor and council are a board of directors, so to speak, but the city manager, the department directors, and other staff are there to do the day-to-day -day work that it requires to run a city or county organization. So um, providing a recommended budget to the council for their review and approval is one of those things. Uh, one of the other things is that the city manager oversees all of the staff that reports to uh, her in this instance, and I'll give you a little inside joke. When I was in Albany, um, the charter, every single thing in the charter and the code of ordinances referenced he, the city manager, <laughs> his responsibility to do X, Y, Z. So it was a trip. The city attorney found it hilarious to go through when he wrote new ordinances and put in her. <laughs> um, 
But but yeah, the responsible for all of the staff, there are a few staff members that report directly to the council here. And those are the finance director, the city clerk, um, and uh, the city attorney and the chief municipal court judge. Uh, those report directly to the council. Other than that, everybody else reports to the city manager. So wow. you've got oversight of staff. You've got uh, doing a recommended budget. And you've got the the biggest piece, which is really figuring out the best way to provide services. And I work, obviously, through our department directors through and with them uh, to get those services provided. But um, much of our conversation is, how do we do this better? How many people do we need to do this? So if the city manager is not directly involved in determining how we provide services, the city manager is definitely involved in ensuring that those department directors have the resources they need in order to provide services well. So that's really the way, in a nutshell, to look at the job. Uh, obviously, it requires a lot of meetings and phone conversations mm -hmm. and interaction with a broader array of people. Sometimes it's media, like yourself, because I see the media as um, a, a, a way to assist us as an arm in assisting us in getting the word out to the public about what it is we're doing and what we want to do. So um, at any given moment, I can be talking to a media representative or working on a news release or responding to a question, you know, providing a statement for the city um, along with our communication staff. Uh, also, at any given moment, I can be communicating with a county or state official uh, I could also be talking to our city attorneys, vendors that provide services to the city uh, to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do for us and to make sure that we as staff are doing what we're supposed to do for the community to, to make sure that the organization runs smoothly and indeed provides those services in an effective way. Oh, man, that is a huge, huge responsibility. That you know what it sounds like? <laughs> it sounds like she's managing a whole city of 60,000 people. That's exactly <laughs> what she's doing is managing a whole city. <laughs> she's got a city on her back. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I, so this actually, I have another question for you then. So if it wasn't uh, you being a city manager, what would have been a, an alternate career? You know, that's a, a great question. I used to tell people if I weren't in local government, I would be a syndicated columnist so I could just spout off opinions. Oh, man, now. we need you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, I do it a little bit. I have my own podcast in Augusta. One of the features of the Stonecrest Charter is that the city manager doesn't have to be a resident of Stonecrest, which is a little unusual, actually, in a lot of cities. Mm -hmm. And they don't put it in writing, but they really want you to be there. Um, but because of the nature of the metro Atlanta area, most city managers in this area don't reside in the cities in which they work. Um, I, I started a podcast a couple of years ago called Local Matters because people don't understand what state and local governments do. So and obviously that was my area of expertise. I had somebody come to me and said, you know, you ought to have your own radio show. I was like, really? What in the heck would I talk about? But so it took me a, a couple months, you know, three, four months, I think, to really figure out what I was going to talk about. Um, but I use that as sort of a platform to talk about things that where I just want to get my opinion out. Oh, you know, this. So, um, but yeah, that would probably be what I was doing if I wasn't. If, and the other thing that I would be doing, which probably would be a little bit more lucrative, um, I would love to be commissioner of the NBA or something like that. 
Oh, very lucrative. Yeah, that, that would be, that would probably be my third one. Third choice is to be. You like a lot of responsibility, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so I like responsibility. I do because I'm the person that sits there and goes, well, why are they doing it that way? Well, they ought to do it right. this way. So if you're going to make all those types of uh, assumptions and, and pronouncements, you need to be in a position to go take care of it yourself. Oh, man, I tell you, we we commend you. We appreciate you. Man, that is awesome. It is awesome. I, I have to say, you know, my heart is heavy today to learn that you don't live in Stonecrest and nor does it seem like you want to. But uh, but I will I will take my pain on with me and, and we're going to move on to the next part. No, don't show. live here, but I do want to make it clear to, to you and all your listeners that I'm very much vested in Stonecrest. I enjoy talking to residents of Stonecrest. And um, that's part, I consider that part of the job too, is, mm -hmm. is understanding what the expectations of our residents uh, really uh, are. Oh, yes. Ooh, I have a great closing based on what you just said. So thank you, Mrs. Jackson, for saying that. And I know that you definitely... The reason we're connecting right now, which is an opportune time for both of us, but there's a lot of things that are happening in the city. And I think that some changes are happening at City Hall and there's some opportunities for us as residents. Would you like to share about that? There are some huge opportunities for, for residents of Stonecrest. Um, as I indicated, sometimes I get information via conversations with residents. Mm -hmm. Um, and other times it's appropriate that we put together a formal mechanism, which is what we have. Uh, we have put together a survey process. You know, every uh, significant size community has received money from the American Rescue Plan Act. In Stonecrest case, we have $9.7 million that's been made available to us. And before we spent a dime of that, we want to ask residents of our community, what they think our greatest needs are so that we are using that money in a way that our public believes is responsive to those needs. So if uh, members of our listening audience will go to our website, that is www.stonecrestga.gov. Uh, on the homepage there, you'll see a link to the survey. It's quick. It doesn't take you a long time to, to do it, but we tried to ask uh, the right questions about how the pandemic has affected our community, uh, where we might put resources in order to make a difference, uh, what you think some of the major issues in Stonecrest are that need to be addressed. I mean, we truly and sincerely want to hear from members of the community. I would love to have thousands of people respond to this survey. Uh, I checked the numbers this morning. I think through yesterday, we only had about 72 responses, 71, like, 72 responses, not something enough. like yeah. that. Not nearly enough. Like I said, I would love to hear from thousands. Like you said, got a city of 60,000. You know, it would be great to hear from 15 or 20,000 of them. You know, it'd be great to hear from 60,000 of them. I know some of them are children, so they might not be able to participate. <laughs> but um, we would love to hear from 20,000 folks on this because we really want the community to know that we care about what we what they think. And we want at the end of the day, when we do start spending this money, we want people to feel like it was well utilized on their behalf. Oh, my God. That is That's awesome. Guys, I don't 
Let me reiterate. She wants to know. The city manager is requesting for you guys to tell the city how to spend $9.7 million. Absolutely. And I just want to ask a clarifying question, if I can, Ms. Jackson. And that is, do I have to be a resident? Let's just say I have a business here in Stonecrest, but I don't live here. Can I participate in this survey or do I have to be an actual resident of the city? You most certainly can. We have designed this for residents business owners and stakeholders. Uh So um, I would welcome anybody that does business in the area here frequently. Um, If you may, you know, work somewhere, not live in the immediate vicinity, maybe an unincorporated DeKalb, but you do all your shopping here, um, come on over and, and take that survey. And I think there's an area in there where it clearly ask you, you know, what is your relationship to the city? Uh, But Mm -hmm. we want to hear from everybody because if you're here every day, you may have just as much uh, of a stake and you have uh, uh, just as many opinions about what the city's greatest needs are. Absolutely. We'll we'll definitely do our part to uh, push out the survey too. We should push that out on the social media. Absolutely. And we will have the link in the show notes, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're watching this on YouTube, The link is down below. And if you are on our Instagram page, you can go to click the link in the bio. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the link is in the show notes. All right. Also, I just want to say we live in District 5. So District 5, stand up. If District 5 doesn't have the most survey turn-ins, do I even want to be here? Oh, man. I don't think I want to be here. District 5 does have the most. Let me tell you. Look at us now. Hashtag winning. (laughs) But but still only 72 is ridiculous. So there's more than 72 homes in my subdivision. Does, would the city get into the to the grocery chain business? Nine point seven. That would be great. Into, uh, uh, what do you call it? The um, what's that? What's the one we saw? The restaurant? Not the restaurant. The grocery market. Sprouts. Sprouts. Yes. yes. That would be fantastic. But we're not, that's not what we're here for. It's not what we're here for. So definitely please go out there. The links are going to be everywhere that Stonecrest Weekly is. And we're definitely going to push this because this is incredibly important. If you take the time to complain about what's not happening and you're wondering where the money goes with the city, you better participate in this doggone survey. And I think the theme is Stonecrest Forward. Am I correct? Stonecrest Forward. Uh, We know that there are some negative feelings in the community. We're very open and upfront with ourselves about this. And this is one of several attempts that we will make to turn the corner with mm-hmm. the folks who live here, pay taxes here and vote here. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're moving forward. We're not looking behind. We're moving ahead. And uh, we want our uh, citizenry to be actively involved in determining what that future looks like. Yes, that sounds fantastic. OK, get out there and take the survey. I'm just going to say, if you have time to type anything on social media, you have time to do this survey. This impacts you. And it's $9.7 million. Imagine. And the city what is we listening. Do. They're listening. Yes, that's the best part. Thank you so much for this opportunity because it doesn't happen all the time. I've lived in cities all my life and I've never remembered a survey. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's good. And again, all the links are going to be in the show notes. One next thing, we kind of want to go back to another question we have for you guys. Um, You talked about all of the opportunities you've had and you've been in Albany and you don't reside here. But what made you, because you said you're highly invested. So what made you choose Stonecrest as the place you wanted to be city manager and um, the next step in your career? What made our city great for you? 
You know, I was doing some consulting work actually for Jacobs, the company mm-hmm. that did have the contract to oversee Stonecrest operations. I was doing some consulting work with them and um, I was I came, became familiar with Stonecrest through that project. And then at the point when the charter changed, which was April of 21, um, I was approached by council members who at that point you know, were familiar with me from the consulting work I'd done with them. Um, I was approached by them and they said, hey, you know, can you come help us out? We're changing our form of government. We're going from a strong mayor to a manager council form, and we need an experienced manager to come in and help us with this. My first question was, do you really want to get this right? Mm-hmm. And they expressed to me that they wanted to get it right. Yes. Um, they really wanted to uh, start over, so to speak, uh, with establishing a government that was based and rooted in the values um, that uh, people could be proud of. And for that reason, I decided to take it. Um, also, I had to think, you know, how often is it that somebody can say, hey, I was on the ground floor of starting a new city? You know, even though Stonecrest had been around for four years at the time, you know, we weren't. Uh, using in-house forces to get our work done. We just started in-house services as of January 1. So uh, just having an opportunity, this was almost a once in a lifetime type of opportunity to come in and do this. So those were the reasons that I, that it was appealing to me and I don't have any regrets. Wow. So what would you say is the most, what would you say is the most enjoyable part of your job? You know, seeing yourself get some things done, um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, um, mm-hmm. sometimes you can be in a job situation and you wonder, hey, is my work making a difference? Is there mm-hmm. something that has happened because of my being a part of that team that wouldn't have happened otherwise? And right. in this instance, I can say, yeah, you know, we really are making some things happen. Some of them seem uh, mundane, like getting through an mm-hmm. audit process, but some of it to me is really exciting. Like we have an open house coming up on June 4th, uh, which is another one of those engagement opportunities that I referenced oh, nice. earlier. Uh, we'll have an open house here at City Hall. Uh, it'll be Saturday, June 4th from 11A to 2 p.m. It's free, open to the public. Um, our members of our community will have an opportunity to meet elected officials, myself, department directors, and other staff. They'll get a chance to see our City Hall. Our council made the decision to expand the space that we're leasing in our current facility. And they'll get a chance to see uh, what those areas look like. Um, it's a, and we'll also have some like fun, fun and games. We'll have free food, some giveaways. Uh, we really want to create this as an opportunity for the public to connect with us. Um, it's the challenge associated with, hey, going from a position where I know their negative feelings to trying to turn that around. Um, so it, it really is a, a great opportunity. And I, I don't really have any doubt that we can do it. I know there are always going to be some naysayers, but I believe in Stonecrest. I believe yep. in our city council. Uh, I believe our residents like better, like doing better and deserve doing better. So I'm just excited about uh, trying to make a, a difference for the residents. And you think it's a new community. Uh, it's a predominantly African-American community. Um, there are so many reasons to be proud of what Stonecrest yes. can become. Yes. Absolutely. 
Oh, you're speaking my language there. We you have know? to. We definitely have to try to make that. I, I want to see City Hall. See, uh, yeah, City Hall. Please come out, everybody, as, as well as you're helping promote the survey. Please help us promote this open house event um, because we we truly want to interact with our public. You know, this all depends on what the food is, Mrs. Jackson. You know, <laughs> I, I can't come somewhere. You know, you said we're predominantly African American, so you already know. If you tell Angel Shrimp, she's there. She <laughs> you know, I might come if there's some baby back Along, ribs. Also, I have to be the Mobile Shrimp. Oh, <laughs> uh, the good thing. Right. Oh, can you give us a little bit of insight because um, we are today is we're doing this interview a little bit ahead of time. Um, mm -hmm. So today is actually election day. So if there is a new mayor, I would presume that they would be there at the open house also. Yes, yes, we will. I think typically the new mayor is seated at, as soon as possible after mm -hmm. the election. So uh, if there is no runoff, we may very well have a mayor who's sworn in tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Oh, I have another question about um, that piece. If there is a runoff, you know, two candidates, because I know they're going to take the top two, because if neither achieve 50 percent or 51 percent, I believe. So would both runoff candidates be welcome to be there or would that be too much like campaigning? Uh, well, they certainly couldn't come as the mayor. Um, right, right, so, right. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm looking at this. This is a public event. Mm -hmm. Um, so we can't tell folks not to come. So That's if they're there they're obviously residents of Stonecrest, so they're welcome to be here. There you go. You just know. to reiterate, guys, this is Saturday, June 4th from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. So make sure you show up. Right. And uh this will be the registration will be on a uh, event price. So we'll also put post that, that link, link to Right. Absolutely. And if there's any type of promo stuff that we have, you know, Gaz and I are going to be hitting the streets. We're not going to tell you guys where we're going or anything like that, but we're going to be out in the streets. So, you know, we might have some flyers for this stuff because we feel it's incredibly important. Number one, take the survey. Number two, come meet the people who are responsible in supporting you in the area that you live. And I think that this is going to be fantastic. And I think that even though Mrs. Jackson didn't say so, that I definitely, I don't know what you guys are going to eat, but I definitely am going to have <laughs> some baby back ribs and shrimp for me to come. So, you know, you know, I'm very excited about that particular opportunity. And I think the giveaway is going to be awesome. Also, I'm really looking yeah. for like a new office chair. So if you're giving away... <laughs> I want a gaming chair with the high arms, you know, if, if that's a giveaway, you know, I'm definitely interested in, you know, doing that, you know, you know, just the little things that I want. <laughs> Thanks for your suggestions. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I do whatever I can. So I know that those were the big ticket items that um, we wanted to make sure we address. So again, the survey and make sure you come to the open house at City Hall on June 4th. But we want to ask you again, Mrs. Jackson, now that you're in the role, you enjoy hearing from residents. And based on the concerns that you have heard so far, what are your top three priorities going forward? You know what? The first thing I want you to understand is I made reference to our mayor and council being our board of directors. Ultimately, they're the ones that decide what our priorities are. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. um, because that's why the public has elected them. They they are to be a voice for the the public and uh, provide leadership that is responsive to their uh, requests and their needs. So I'd say that, you know, as a caveat to it. Now, having said that, as I look around Stonecrest, uh, there are uh, several things that we've been addressing so far and will continue to do so. Uh, one of those is just planning, zoning, land use issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears one of the reasons that Stonecrest was created, that the public supported the creation of a new city, is that they felt like they just didn't get a fair shake from DeKalb yeah. in terms of uh, decisions being made that protected their property values, for yeah. instance. There were other ways they felt like they weren't getting a fair shake, too. And that's not to trash my buddies at the cab because I have to work with them as well. The uh, Zach Williams uh, and I talk pretty frequently, so I definitely don't want to create an enemy over there. But I think I everybody know. knows yeah. that that's one of the reasons that Stonecrest and several of the other cities that have been created were indeed created. Um, the we have to make some zoning and land use decisions that protect the property values of our uh, of our property owners. And uh, the related issue is code enforcement. Um, you know, folks, we get a lot of complaints about people not maintaining their property, and folks have to understand that that is the bread and butter of how you build a community. I mean, mm-hmm. who wants to expand there? Who wants to grow there? Who wants to live there? if the existing properties are not properly maintained. Exactly. So, we have to take pride um, in what we yeah, have. Uh, land use, code enforcement. Uh, one of the other biggies for us, I got two others. One is economic development and how we position ourselves um, to build our community and economic development base. And in respect uh, of that, that's going to create more opportunities for public engagement because we are working on an economic development strategic plan. Uh, We kicked off that process. The council appointed a steering committee uh, to guide that process. So we'll be kicking that off soon as well. So I also want our residents to stay tuned to that. But um, we're looking at, hey, what do we need more of in Stonecrest? Um, do Stonecrest residents, instead of having to drive all the way into Atlanta or someplace else, do they want work opportunities here within our corporate limits? And if so, what types of work opportunities? Um, we're looking at restaurants. You know, we get complaints. How come we don't have restaurants like Decatur? You know, <laughs> it took a while for Decatur to get there. It may take us a while too, but but we want to be very cognizant of that as a concern. So economic development planning is the next thing on the list. And that the last thing, which may at the end of the day become first for me, is just traffic safety. Mm-hmm. I'm, with all of the growth that the area has experienced, because you know we are the biggest city in the cap now, mm-hmm. uh, with all of the growth that we have experienced, our roads have not kept pace. So we have a number of concerns related to just making it easy to get from A to B. And also, if we expand our infrastructure in terms of roads, that'll make it easier for us to be able to accommodate additional development. Yes, because I want to have you know some, what I'm thinking about something right to now? eat. Can I get Look, a tin drum in Stonecrest? I'm thinking about what <laughs> Can I get some more Asian Angel, stop, fusion? Stop, 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 uh, what? I'm I just, thinking about what Mr. Cunningham said oh. about having that big sign, welcome to Stonecrest, the, the, twi- the 20. Yes. That, and I, that's one of them, too. That is definitely mm-hmm. one of them. I'm glad you so brought that cool. up. 
I think there may be an opportunity because, you know, GDOT is doing some work at one of the exchanges. I think mm-hmm. at Panola, maybe Panola, Evans Mill now, I can't remember exactly. One of those uh, exits, they're doing some work. So we're, hopefully that's going to create an opportunity for us to do some big overhead signage that lets you know you're in stone. That's super exciting. That's yeah, super that exciting. That like, because you know what? Just sometimes you have to pretty up the outside to make you feel better and do the work about what's going on on the inside. And that's what I tell guys all the time about me working out, Mrs. Jackson. I can't work out <laughs> until I start seeing some results on the outside. <laughs> Patience is a virtue, Angel. <laughs> but we're going to put in the work once I start to see that I'm already slim. Right. Then I'll start working. <laughs> but no. a little backwards, but okay. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's just, a, it's just a little wishful, you know, thinking about how it all works, you know, but this is, this has been fantastic. Yes. And I know we really have only touched the surface of all of the information you could possibly share, but we only have so much time. And we time, have to right? get you back on again sometime yes. in the near future. Definitely yeah. to oh, have a, a more intimate regular on, you know, every now and then, every few months, checking in. Yeah, regular. definitely. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. And I think that the residents would definitely benefit from all that you have to share. So again, we want to thank you for coming. What are instances where it makes sense for citizens to reach out to you? You know, um, that's an excellent question. Let me see if I can, how I put it. You know, if there's a, uh, uh, I was going to say a loose dog, although we don't do animal control. Uh, if there's just like a, a, you know, a junk vehicle on, you know, some street, that's probably not the best utilization right. of the time because we mm-hmm. got staff to, to handle that. Um, I like engaging on some of the bigger picture things in particular, what more can we do to connect to them? You know, I had one resident of our community who uh, said, you know, what we really need is more opportunities for two-way communication. And um, we have started doing some more of those things. I don't know if you all uh, watched on the 19th, I believe it was, the city attorney, Winston Denmark, and uh, Councilwoman uh, Grimes from District 5 uh, hosted a, a little forum. It was a one-hour Zoom, but people could ask questions about the city charter. Um, he gave an explanation. Then people asked questions. He responded to those questions. They offered suggestions and those sorts of things. And now we also have a charter commission that's going to be established, was approved by the council in May. So um, we're, we're really moving in that direction. But we know we should be moving in that direction because our residents have said so. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I welcome hearing more about how it is that we can better engage with them. One other item that is on the horizon for us is in this year's budget, we approved having a, a community engagement coordinator that will work out of the communications department. Mm-hmm. So that will allow us to have somebody who's out there putting their finger on the pulse of what people are thinking and delivering for us, you know, because we really want to enhance those connections. Uh, one of the other things I'd love to hear more about is what special events uh, you would like to see us do. Um, there are, because I think those special events build a sense of community. So mm-hmm. I think there's some opportunity for those too. So yeah, I just, I want to hear from residents about what it is we can do to better connect with them and make them feel good about being a part of our community. Love that. 
Oh my goodness, this is so fantastic. And thank you again for taking the time to share this because we have these two big ticket items. It's our platform to come share this with Absolutely. This is great. Even though no shame, Mrs. Jackson, we are uh, pretty much when we look at the outward numbers that we have access to, um, the podcast might be one of the biggest outlets in Stonecrest. It's the only podcast. It's the only podcast. podcast. It's the only community podcast. But, you know, when I take a look at the Facebook pages and also the Instagram pages, you know, Stonecrest Weekly kind of doing a little something. But, you know. (laughs) That's all right. That is all right. How long have y'all been doing this? Since May of 2021. Okay. All right. Very good. And, but the actual podcast didn't launch until August. We started the, um, we were on Facebook, not Facebook, on Instagram first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our anniversary is coming up next weekend. Memorial weekend is when we kicked it off. Yeah, that's going to be a fun episode. Yes. <laughs> this is the episode. Oh, <laughs> it's a fun episode. Happy anniversary, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mr. Jackson, do you have any final words before we let you go? Um, first, Thank you so much for creating your podcast. Um, Our community, again, needs a sense of community. And I think uh, you're making it happen by doing that. Uh, One of the other things that I didn't bring up earlier uh, in terms of goals is we need to help people know that they live in Stonecrest. When you talk about having a sign up and that sort of thing, it is our code enforcement personnel will often say they've been out to talk to somebody and they have said Stonecrest what do you mean a citation from the city of Stonecrest what is the I'm I'm in Stonecrest you know that that sort of thing and there's a pretty easy way to figure out where you are because on our website they can figure that out as well so if somebody has a question about where they truly reside um, they can go on our website click in their address and be able to see um, whether they're in the city limits of Stonecrest and what district they live in who represents them and that sort of thing right you can also just type in the search bar do I live in Stonecrest? And it comes, uh, and it right, comes up. right up for you right. and take you straight right. to where you need to go. So, so yes. So, yeah. So I encourage people to do that. I encourage you all to keep going. I encourage everybody, of course, I've said it several times, you have to please complete that survey and please uh, show up at our open house on June 4th. We want to meet you. Absolutely. Stonecrest Weekly will be there. And, you know, we're clean and we're going to give out hand sanitizers. So you make sure you be there. <laughs> yeah, make sure. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you for blessing our platform. Thank you. Thank you again. I I can't thank you enough. Absolutely. And you know what? To our listeners, catch you next week. Stonecrest Weekly. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there. Stonecrest Weekly.